Welcome to the Coffee and Convos podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm here with the incredible Sasha Marie. She is a DJ and a sound selector, and she has such a vibrant spirit. I'm so excited to have her here. Hi. <laughs> Hello. You're great on the mic. Oh my gosh, thanks. I'm trying. I think it just really goes to practice and like doing this, like at least trying to. I don't know. Teach me your ways. Girl. Teach me your ways. <laughs> So tell us your story. For those who don't know or don't aren't familiar with selection and your work as an artist, tell us all the things. All the things. Okay. <laughs> well, regarding music, um, I've been an avid lover of music since I was born. <laughs> um, my father was a huge record collector, which really got me started on my digging practices. Um, I just fell in love with all his music. It was oldies, jazz, blues, classic rock, all types of music. And that basically just started me on my musical journey, trying to pick up different instruments until I asked my dad when I was in, let's see, I don't know if I was in high school at this point. Um, I might have been out of high school, but I asked my dad to help me buy a pair of turntables. And he chipped in some money and I was able to get like this battle pack, which was this super cheap pair of turntables. I was still in high school, I believe. I was still in high school. And um, it just started from there, and I sucked really bad. And but I continued to practice, and then I got a job at this bar in Hillcrest called Gossip Grill, and that's when I started DJing. Um, And then a couple years, maybe one or two years, maybe a year. I'm sorry, things seem so fuzzy because it seems like so long ago. Mm -hmm. It's like I have this whole timeline just totally erased or something but uh a couple a year or two after being at gossip i met andre power and i was djing at my friend's boutique and he was like can i hop on and play some music and this is before andre started djing and i was like sure and he started to look through my computer and saw that we had similar tastes in music and he was like wow like we should hang out. Um, I am the co-founder of this label called Selection. It's based in LA. Um, Anyways, we should like get together and talk. So we started hanging out and I started going to a couple of the shows and then I got put on and the rest just became, you know, history. And now since I've been with Selection since 2012, I believe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So... Here we are. It's 2018. Uh, that's crazy to say out loud that it's 2018. It still doesn't, like, kind of like what you're saying, that, like, time blurs or, like, it kind of gets fuzzy the yeah. more you, like, look back. Like, it's my 10-year reunion for high school this year, and I'm just like, what? Where did the time Are you going to go? Honestly, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel you. I think mine is either this year or next year, but I always had this kind of dream to show up and play the part as uh, Romy and Michelle and, like, go with a friend. Oh, my god! But just, like, yeah. really stay in character mm-hmm. and be like, I'm the inventor of Post-its. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But, uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't go. Yeah, same. I love that you've grown with them um, since 2012. That's incredible. I had no idea. Like, I, I know who you are, and I know, like, you're in music, but I had no idea about, like, your history with selection and how you got discovered. So I think that's really cool. As far as, because um, you get to even travel with them and, like, get to play these really awesome shows. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot to oh add. Gosh, yeah. One of the reasons, too, that I got put onto selection was because I started making mixes and putting them out on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and I made this mix called After Her, and it was after a bad breakup, <laughs> and Joe found it, and that's how I met Joe as well. 
Yeah. Really so that was another reason why. Oh my gosh. Because I've been making mixes for forever. Yeah. Your mixes, though, are incredible. Like, I think I told you last time, um, but Sunflowers and Melancholy is literally, like, one of my favorites. Like, I know every transition and, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it just puts me in the best mood. I can't even tell you. And, like... Thank you. And what you were saying, too, that um, a lot of your influence comes from, like, digging from records from your dad's past and stuff and you could definitely tell that there's this like soulful influence in your music and all the mixes that you do create thanks thank you (laughs) um i am a little curious as to like how does it feel to be a a dj in a very male dominated space and how do you like stand out and make yourself kind of shine in that space in a male-dominated industry? Well, I try to stay as true to myself as I can possibly be. Um, I feel really lucky because I am supported by a big group of men in my life that are in selection, and they're like my brothers, so it's like this support and also... I guess protection at the same time because they're such family to me. Um, I feel like I've been really lucky. It's it's funny. I talked about this on a panel at Electric Forest last week. But as far as shining, I just try to be me and I just try to say what I feel and try to be as authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, there are certain things in the industry that bother me. Like, I feel like most of the lineups are all male-dominated lineups. I definitely think that we should be seeing more women on these lineups. Um, I guess I could get into more stuff, but that is definitely one of the bigger ones for me. That's awesome. I had no idea. I think I remember last time we chatted, you said that you were going to be on this panel. And now that it's passed, how was that? I was so nervous. Really? Yeah. This whole talking, just even on a podcast to being on a panel, I'm I'm trying to learn how to speak better and tell a whole story rather than bits and pieces, Mm -hmm. you know, and just be like at ease with myself. But it was a really cool experience and doing things like this, I need to get used to it. I'm just so used to maybe hiding behind music. I feel like I communicate with music better than I do with words so I'm learning how to communicate better with words <laughs> I think that's great though because you're stepping outside of your comfort zone and the fact that you're even sitting down here with me and like willing to share your story is like a huge step I mean for anybody who's on the other side you know but um I think that's so cool as far yes. as um well I wanted me to ask you this he was just like where do you see production in the next five to ten years Music production? Well, I certainly hope that more women will be making beats, but there are a plethora of women that I do follow that do make beats, so I hope their music is put to the forefront a little bit more. Um, I mean, beat production right now, I feel like, is kind of all over the place. Um, I'm still on SoundCloud a lot. It's a lot of like ballet funk beats. And now you're hearing like New Orleans bounce has become this popular thing. You hear it in Drake's music and whatnot. I feel like everything kind of like repeats itself, you know? And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know where beat production is, where it's going. I don't know what the music's going to sound like in five years. I don't know if it's still going to be mumble rap or something different oh where would I like to see it going um maybe more a little bit more conscious music um people speaking more about what's going on in this world and that becoming more mainstream you know yeah. No, that's a great I want answer. all the music. I want 
soul music. I want more jazz. I want more blues. I want, I want all of it. I'm open to it all. You just released a mix called Steaming Hot, right? Yeah. And to, and that was basically to celebrate this recent endeavor of yours, basically, right? Like, when we were chatting a few weeks ago, you were talking about this, like, new health journey that you're undergoing, and I thought that was so awesome that you put yourself in a 60-day challenge. How was that experience? It was so good. I've done a couple of these 60-day challenges. They're through my gym. It's called Hardcore Fitness. Um, there's a couple in San Diego and also in the LA area. Um, but it, it's such a journey because you're put on this super strict regimen. You're working out three times a day and you're eating a super clean bland as hell meals but you're doing it with a team of people who are wanting to accomplish the same goals as you Mm -hmm. and um it's pretty intense but it's fun and very rewarding I lost 18 pounds I feel stronger and healthier I feel more confident and really for me my biggest goal this time was to continue this journey after the challenge was done which it's only been like two weeks but I've still been working out and whatnot um I got sick so I've kind of been out a couple days but I've been keeping up with it yeah um have you been like indulging in any like sweets or like things that you wouldn't totally I let's see after as soon as the challenge was done I took myself and my dog to snooze and I ate that sounds so good cinnamon roll pancakes yes and chilaquiles benedict and then i went home and ate like three bowls of cinnamon toast crunch oh man i've definitely had my pizza and my chips and some candy so yes i have indulged (laughs) i love that i feel like i've never done any challenge like that before and i haven't been on like a strict diet so i guess like for some i guess like a piece of advice for someone like me who's looking to better my like health and my lifestyle what's some advice that you would give us like how should we start I feel like it's so intimidating yes it is start small just with little things watching what you eat maybe you cut out gluten or dairy you know things that are inflammatory to the system um get a gym membership or just go on a walk outside. I know it's scary sometimes to step into the gym, but all those people are there for the same reason. You know, I don't pay attention to anyone when I get in the gym. And if you can join like a boot camp class or I guess I've never been to Orange Theory, but I know that's super Mm -hmm. popular stuff where you're working out in groups of people and you're seeing them regularly. That also helps having a gym buddy helps yeah you know I hope those are helpful tips (laughs) (laughs) I mean I just had to put myself in it Mm -hmm. I I started my health journey basically like going on a 60-day challenge so I just push myself I'm like an all-or-nothing sort of person so I just went balls to the wall and started that like five years ago Four or five years ago was when I did my first 60-day challenge. And I wasn't, I didn't do very well the first time. The second challenge I did, I did really well. And then this challenge, I, I killed it. So, so it takes time. Exciting. It takes yeah. time. I love that. It's I love long... that you shared that it takes, like, you have to put effort. And, like, you're not always going to have the same results. And, like, the fact that you continue to do that is very inspiring. Because I feel like... There are times where, like, I try these, like, fad diets or I try and, like, work out. And then when I don't see results, it's just so discouraging. Totally. So that's really cool that you did that. I mean, like everyone says, it really is a lifestyle. Yeah. And for me, it's also, it, it literally helps me feel better, like, emotionally. And it helps with my anxiety as well. So it's, like, one of those things that... I kind of have to do, you know. 
Well, talking about health, and now that you kind of mentioned it, I know that you've been very vocal about your journey with self-care and being an advocate for mental health. I'd love to hear your perspective and kind of your experience and your journey with anxiety. Yeah, um, where should I start? <laughs> Let's see. I, I went through a really traumatic experience when I was 20. Both of my parents passed away within the same month, um, or at least 30 days apart from each other. And I started experiencing all this anxiety and neck pain and just just pain all over from the inside and out. I felt like I couldn't get out of bed and I didn't know what to do and I didn't have the proper resources um, to kind of guide me until I opened up about it at my job that I was working at and a lot of the people that um, I was working with suggested all this like holistic health practices so I you know I started getting acupuncture and getting massages and chiropractic and just like doing everything that I could to make my body or mind feel better but I realized that I was really missing a key component and I could get all the body work done but I wasn't like talking about how I was feeling so I decided to see a therapist and it took years from when that happened with my parents for me to do that and it's something that really really helped me and I still go to therapy to this day and it, it has definitely changed my life and it's helped me with my anxiety along with meditating along with exercising it's just you kind of got to do everything that you have to do in order to make yourself feel better you know and sometimes just doing one thing doesn't work sometimes it does every person's different but for me I feel like I need like 10 different things you know um, so yeah I encourage you know being brought up in a Mexican machismo household you don't talk about your feelings you, you kind of keep it bottled up inside and your family might make you feel crazy because, you know, you want to see a therapist or something like that. So you don't ask for help and you just keep it in. But screw that. Like therapy is awesome and everyone should have a therapist. Like it's a game changer. Yeah. And I actually have some links if anyone's watching this and they don't have the money to go see a therapist. I can share some links with you. Yeah, so that people can get help. Yeah. Oh my God. For um, with your job and your career as a DJ, you travel a lot. Does that affect your mental health? Like with all the things that you do, especially because you, I've seen you like hop from like city to city and just like you're everywhere. At, in like such a short amount of time and at least like if I were in that situation I'm such a planner and like I I hate the way that I travel sometimes because like I have to have like an itinerary and I have to like have this and that and I don't know that's what makes me anxious is if I don't have a plan and um like though I don't travel for my career right now I mean I do hope to in the future and I'm sure that's something that I would have to go through and consider is just like letting go of all of that to just kind of like go with the flow. But that's like so hard for me. So I'd love to just like hear your perspective and like traveling and... Basically, you're saying you're a control freak. A little bit, yeah. Because I'm a control freak too, okay? <laughs> so I get what you're saying. I love to have things planned. I love to know where I'm going and all of that. Everything that you said. Um, yes, oh my gosh. Traveling really pushes my anxiety to the edge like it really does but I also love it at the same time mm -hmm. I've just had had to learn how to cope with it I mean 
I don't like flying, so I drink like chamomile tea before I fly. And I do, I'll do seriously like six Deepak Chopra meditations on the plane. And it's gotten easier over time, but it's like I have to keep flying for, for it to be easier, you know? Yeah. Like I can't stop flying for <laughs> yeah. a portion of time and then get back to flying. Um, but yes, it, it, and I always say it, I wish, like, I see some DJs or influencers and they're flying from place to place and it just looks like they're just having a ball of a time and they can, they can go with no sleep and, and drink and feel fine the next morning, but I can't. Like, unfortunately, I can't. I wish I could, but I can't. So I have to really take special care of myself um, when I'm on the road because I am so sensitive to things <laughs> and, you know, if... Being hung over on the plane is like the worst thing ever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like I like to feel I like to feel good. It happens. Don't get me wrong, it happens. Yeah. But but I just try to treat my body right when I'm on the road. Love it. It's hard when you're traveling with a bunch of guys and they can just like go all night and eat the crappiest food and all this stuff. So you're just <laughs> like, well, screw it. I'm gonna do it too. Yeah. But it's all good. That's so cool. Where has been, like, your favorite place to travel to? I really do love London mm. a lot. What was special about it? Playing at Coco. It's this oh, venue there. It's just such a beautiful venue. Such an amazing crowd. Uh, my first trip to Europe with Selection was just, like, the best. I remember I went to Paris with Andre and Abjo and Joe K and I felt like my eyes were on fire because I had never seen something so beautiful you know stuff that I would see on TV or in movies I was like actually in mm -hmm. um, but London is definitely my favorite place to play that's so cool yeah have you played there multiple times yes yeah. oh my gosh how exciting how is it like thinking back to your first time that you've traveled for your job to like what it is now because it's fairly frequent that you do this so like what are some differences and like how I don't know I feel like that would be so surreal because that's something I can't wrap my head around is like people travel for their job you yeah. know and get to experience these beautiful places like you said and I feel like it'd be so overwhelming but so exciting at the same time I like the way you think of it. I actually hope and want to be more present like that. Sometimes I think I take it for granted or the trips are really short. They're like 24-hour trips, so it's not a lot of time to explore. Um, I'm all, what was the question again? I just got lost and like, think, oh, going back, what's yeah, the difference? Because yeah. you My just bad. mentioned your first time traveling yeah. with them and like kind of I feel like I have a routine now. Yeah. Like, I have a routine down. That's and cool. if I get to spend time in a city, like, that's really cool. And if not, then I just... My main goal is to play a good set and then, you know, dip out. That's awesome. When it comes to preparing your, like, set and, like, preparing yourself to... Because you have a huge presence on stage. And you oh, have thanks. to be there, you know what I mean? And it's just, like... It's so cool to see you, like, even at the, like, these smaller scale shows here in San Diego, I'm sure they don't, like, compare to, like, all the other places you've, like, been at. Um, but, like, what gets you motivated and inspired to just, like, be up there and just, like, do your thing? I just want to make people have a good time. That's my main motivation to see people dance and have fun and just smile and get down and just lose themselves. That, that is my main motivation. And I, I deal with anxiety on stage sometimes and I really have to work through it. It's, it's weird because I've been DJing for so long, but I still experience it every now and then. And I'm learning how to be more present, you know, mm -hmm. learning how to be more present and in the moment with everybody and everything. I'm such a perfectionist, you know, so mm -hmm. sometimes I just get really focused on the technical side of things really? rather than just being a free-flowing person on stage. Well, I know that you are planning, or at least like one of your goals is to have your own radio show. 
there's been so much support backing you up. How is that going? Like, what, what do you see in your future radio show? And tell us more and give us some details. I, okay, let's just manifest it. Let's just put it yes, out there please. right now. It's going to happen. Speaking to an existence. On my radio show, there will be probably an hour worth of music bi-weekly, I'm, I'm kind of hoping. Um, an hour to an hour and a half of music. And I feel like it's going to range from all different types of genres, whatever I'm feeling. But I just want to create soundtracks to people's lives. I want them to be able to have my love for music in the palm of their hand. Um, I hope you know, in the future, I could probably interview my own favorite artists. But, yeah. but for now, it's just going to be strictly about the music. And maybe I'll say a, a couple words here or there, some <laughs> positive affirmations or something. Oh, I don't know. I'm just so going to kind of go with the flow. Mm -hmm. I'm, I really, truly am finding my voice. It's like I have all these words and things that I want to express inside of me. And I'm learning truly how to communicate them it's it's weird I I am nervous I'm nervous now I get nervous talking to people sometimes and I get nervous that people won't understand what I'm trying to say or you know convey but I'm speaking I'm doing it you know mm -hmm. I'm I'm pushing myself to be more open and that's so amazing like I love it I I I think it's so valuable when people do open up and share that like vulnerability with other people because it just gives everyone like a better understanding and it's just like I understand you more and I connect with you more because you are opening up and even though this is a podcast like there's been times where we just have conversations totally it's just, like we understand each other because we open up about the things that we like dislike and there's just something powerful in that and I yeah. feel like kind of like what you're saying before he grew up in a, a family where like no one really talked about their feelings I grew up in the same way like a same similar setting where like we don't even tell like my parents and I we don't tell each other that we love each other like we know mm. that we do yeah but it's never like vocalized or it's never like showing signs of affection so it's so tough because I, I love that I love telling other people and you're like, a very affectionate person yeah <laughs> I, I feel like it's it was me making up for that in my, my childhood and like how I was brought up because it's just like, why don't you want to hear all these like awesome things or like hype up like your close friends, you know? Because totally. I never really received that growing up. It's just like, I just want to give that back to the world. You do. Oh, thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> you, you are. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, I guess we just we just all need to be more real with each other because a lot of us have unspoken things happening inside of us and we can't keep them in forever. Exactly. You know, you got to just say how you feel. Yeah. Yeah, I just had a tough conversation with a friend that I didn't know was like hurting his feelings and like he brought it up to my attention and it's just like I didn't I wouldn't have known that I hurt you in that way. I'm glad you told me. Yeah. And it's just like, you'll never know um, until you open up, you know? And it's just like, I know it's really hard to open up and have these conversations because it's just like, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I feel like you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you don't share how you truly feel. And like, when he brought that up to me, I was just like, I felt so bad because it's just like, I had no intention to hurt his feelings. And... I, I'm glad that he like brought it up to my attention because it just I feel like it really did like bring to light like what I need to work on as a person. Yes. And how we can make our friendship better and our relationship stronger because just like I don't ever want to lose somebody because I said something like out of pocket or whatever. Yeah. So And yeah. that they keep that inside of them yeah. and just kinda develop this. Exactly and just like yeah. end up hating me one day and like just disappear and I'm like wait what happened yeah you know because that's kind of like what happened back in the day like growing up and oh. like high school friendships oh my god yeah I'm like I'm really thinking back I'm like because I remember like ignoring some people and I was like I'm just tired of your crap you know but um instead of being just honest and exactly. open <laughs> exactly. yeah I mean but still it's hard for people to even take 
that in. I'm really lucky. I have my like core group of friends. They're like my older sister slash mom. Like they just tell me how it is, and sometimes it hurts, you know. But if I've you know fucked up, I fucked up, and I want to know exactly. And I want to, like you said, I want to be a better person. So y'all just just talk about your feelings, open up. Um, I do want to talk about, because you have some really fun travels planned, kind of like talking about how you would travel for your career. You have a really sick trip, right? Tell us, I mean, you have a bunch, but I mean, like, tell us what you're most excited about. South Africa. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> the almost the whole entire selection squad is going to be in South Africa for a it's either a two or three day festival called Rocking the Daisies. And it's going to be madness. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. The fact that we're all going out there. What a major accomplishment for selection. And Damn, I'm I'm really excited for that to just be with everyone. Yeah. We've never all just been together in another place. Really? Yeah. So it's gonna be really dope. Oh my gosh. That's a really cool that is travel so coming exciting. up. Yeah, I'm How really many excited. people are in selection? Girl, I don't know. Yeah. I cannot tell you on top of my head. I mean I, I should probably have a number, but there's a good amount of us, yeah. you know? There's a good amount that of us. So cool. I love that you guys have this like strong support for one of one another kind of like what you were saying earlier it feels like you're protected and supported all the time and I think that's awesome um and also seeing the way that they work mm-hmm. makes me you know that the way that they work for themselves in their career makes me want to honor and know my worth more yeah. and work hard for my individual career, you know, because I am a part of Selection and I love Selection. Selection's my family, but I am Sasha Marie and I'm trying to brand Sasha Marie as well, you know, and the boys do a really good job of that, you know, and I learn from example, you know, so. Well, since you're trying to brand yourself, where do you see yourself growing and like what is it that you want to put out in the world aside from what we talked about, like your radio show? I really, like I said, I, I, I want to speak out more about, you know, mental health and even fitness as well. And I want to put out short films. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's something that I've, like, been working on and, and practicing. I've always loved making videos, but I just keep them to myself. I'm working on production as well. I also shoot film. I've been shooting film since, like, film photography since high school. But these are these are all like just my own passions. That they don't make me any money. They're just something that make me happy. And if I could do something on a larger scale, then that would be really awesome. With that, I love that you have something separate from DJing that's still creative. Because I feel like as a creative and being in this industry, just like, I love coffee shops and like, I love doing this and doing podcasts and like, I work out of there all the time, but it's like, I need something completely separate from that where I don't feel like I'm constantly working. Yeah. Um, so I like to watercolor. That's like kind of like my I had no idea. Jam, right? That's I know. So it's cool. kind of random and just like, I kind of knew that you do like, film stuff because you've shared some of your photos before and you've also shared like little video snippets and I think they're beautiful and you Thank have you. like your, a, such a unique eye and vision that I think just overall like you're unique like we all are but it's super cool to see like how you can take something so simple but make it beautiful in your own way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Just want to merge film and music together you know picture and sound you guys we're gonna see Sasha Marie's stuff on the big screen soon I have a feeling oh I have my like, such God. a strong feeling I love that thank you it's gonna be so fun I'd love to hear more about 
since you want to be more of an advocate for like self-care and everything like what do you think are some like first steps to I know we kind of touched on it earlier but what are some ways that people could just really take care of themselves and like I'm that type of person where I always put other people's needs before my own like no matter what like if someone wants to reschedule something without a doubt I'll, I will move all of my things around and make you happy yeah. I will like I do a lot for for whatever reason it just makes me feel good and sometimes I do find myself just like burnt super tired you know just like I always put myself last and that's something that I'm trying to work on is putting myself first how do I get there? <laughs> I think I think a helpful thing would be to learn how to say nah. <laughs> to say no. Yeah. To learn how to say no. Like, no, that won't actually work for me. Mm-hmm. And then make something that will work for you, you know? And um, to check in with yourself to see if, like, how you're feeling about certain situations or... Is this person taking advantage of me or, you know what I mean? Or how is, like, how is this making me feel if I'm not honoring myself, then, you know? (laughs) There's there's just some hitting going. (laughs) I, I, like, I couldn't, I couldn't even, like, fully answer that question because (laughs) it's just so just distracted by as someone who's very what did I what did I even say earlier you asked you you asked um, how basically you will move around anything for Mm -hmm. anyone to suit their needs instead of honoring yourself and what you need and putting yourself first yes and learning how to say no (laughs) this doesn't work for me dying laughing right <laughs> there's just a lot going on at this coffee shop these are like the pros and cons of doing a podcast out of a coffee shop is because there's a shitload of noise but basically Sasha and I were having a conversation just now about what like how can we put ourselves first right <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah how do we put ourselves first Spend more time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Check in with yourself. I love to journal in the mornings. Three pages. Read The Artist's Way. If you're creative, that's what I'm currently doing. The Artist's Way is this book, and one of the things she has you do, I don't even remember the author's name right now. I'm totally blanking because there's just so <laughs> there's much happening. Ha- there's so much happening right now, I can't <laughs> think. Um, my apologies. Um, but she has you write uh, three pages in the morning. Just... As soon as you get up, you just jot everything down. Oh, man. Just let it all out. Um, I strayed away from meditating, but I'm getting back into it. We were both doing the meditation thing. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I know. I remember, like, beginning of the year, Sasha and I were like, we're going to hold each other accountable, do, like, meditation every single day. It worked for, like, a while. Yeah. And then it just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. It was it hard. It was really hard. Um, and, you know, you, f- you fall off the health train every now and then. But I think there's so many little things you can do. I screamed in my car the other day. I felt so anxious and frustrated that I was feeling anxious. I just let it all out in in the car. It's like just these little small, minute things. But you felt better. I felt better, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did. I felt better. Nice. Sometimes I like... I just want to break things, honestly, sometimes. But not like not like all the time and like actual things that I have but it's just like I wish there was like a place where you could just like smash plates whenever we're angry work out I'm telling oh, you <laughs> Girl, take I'm a you, take really a boxing hard. class honestly like, that would be a great idea there's a class at my gym and we have to hit the punching bag and I seriously let so much frustration out you know yeah. it really helps me move through emotions I feel like there's so many little things you can do, you know? But I think I love what you said first was just, like, learn how to say no. Yeah, learn how to say no. that's something that's hard for me. Because just, like, I want to... I feel like 
with the things that I do, it's like I have to continue putting myself out there, you know, and continue putting my work out there or whatever it is, my name and stuff. And just like, I need to keep going. But I feel like because I do that is that's when I like burn out really quickly and I just don't want to like deal with it all. And I just get very overwhelmed. I know that um, we chatted briefly and I felt like this past week I was literally in like the biggest funk ever. Um, dealing with like financial stuff, dealing with like just random like things that I feel like shouldn't be happening but are happening and I'm like, what? Like it's so frustrating and I don't even know where I'm going. I'm just like on no, a tangent right now. <laughs> no, please, no, I, I understand. I, yeah. I felt I know we were talking about this, I felt the same. There's like there's such ups and downs, you mm-hmm. know, some weeks you're going to feel that you're on top of the world and some weeks you're going to feel like you're in hell. Yeah. And it's, it's learning how to flow with that and be open about it with people that you can talk to, to, to let it out and to, re- to release it. Like we were saying, just being open and vulnerable. And it's important to take a step back because you don't want to burn yourself out. And then you're going to slowly become, you're you're not going to be inspired by what you're doing. You know what I mean? And that's how I felt about, you know, my anxiety on the road or sometimes DJing. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm doing what I love, but I'm not loving it while I'm doing it. Some things need to change here, you know, within myself. So I, I get that. So, you know, just be aware and try not to be too hard on yourself. Another thing uh, I feel like that's really important about self-care and it's how we speak to ourselves, you know, and yeah. all the negative talk from looking in the mirror and bashing yourself to saying, oh, God, like, I, I didn't complete this. Like, I'm a failure. Like, we got to replace those with more positive affirmations, you know? Yeah look in the mirror and say I'm beautiful look I know it's hard and it sounds kind of like woo, but yeah but I I do see a shift in my energy when I start speaking more kindly to myself you know I really do and yeah that's beautiful I'm like okay girl I'm gonna write on a post-it and just tell myself I love myself every morning I feel like it it is <laughs> <you>. excuse me <laughs> I'm battling a cold <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's great advice. Like I really do. Like I feel like I'm aware of these things, but I don't consciously do them. Like I'm like I should like, you know, start with a meditation every morning or, you know, sweat it out or like journal. I'm like I should do these, but then like I always put it off. And like if you could just do one thing, even yeah. if that's just like one affirmation a day. If you could just start with one thing and build from there. Just that's one such little great thing. Advice. It always seems like so much when you're like, I need to do this when I start my day. No, I feel you. I go days, I go weeks without doing like something like that for myself. You know, I've, I've, I've gone that. And then I'm like, why is my body so out of whack? Why am I so, so to whack? And like talking kindly to myself is a big one because I put myself down so much. I really do because I'm a perfectionist and nothing is ever good enough. So I have this mindset, but I'm trying to change that, you yeah. know? <laughs> Man, I got I shit. I got my issues. I really, truly we do. do. We yeah. do. And it's like, like you said, it's just like doing it every day. And at least you're showing up. I think that's so great because like you're so successful and so inspiring, especially to a lot of women in the music space Thanks. that I've seen. And um, I think it's so cool that you're speaking your truth and being very open about you dealing with anxiety and you going through this because it is tough and I feel like you know there are people who who are in that position who don't always talk about like the things that they go through so they kind of seem like they're not human you know like we idolize people but I I don't like not saying that I idolize you and I don't idolize you but it's just like you know because I see you as a person I think it's amazing that you're really honing in on just being true to yourself and answering to yourself first yeah. and because it's hard and like you know like seeing you complete that 60 day challenge like inspires me to like get off my ass and like actually do something yeah it's just like 
if she can do it, I can do it. Then you can. Yeah. You can. I am. I'm gonna. You're gonna maybe do not it. Join that gym, but I'm gonna like do something. <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, there's just there's not enough talk about like what's behind the scenes. Yeah, what's exactly. behind that? I guess Instagram picture, or that story you just posted, or mm-hmm. you know, like. How did the rest of your day go? Right. You know, I mean, I, I get sucked into that as well and vanity and here and there, but it's, we just need more visibility. Like, 100%. You could still be successful and still, huh? <laughs> and still go through shit. And still go through shit and still break down and still see a therapist and still not have your, you know, some of your shit together I guess like you know I you can be so many different things you know yeah for sure what is a piece of advice that you'd give to someone who wants to pursue something similar to what you're doing like a career in music put yourself out there make some mixes put them out don't don't do what everyone else is doing do what you want to do whatever sounds good to you put that out there Um, tell a story with your music Uh, tell a story and let other people hear it and live it and understand what you're going through you know I mean that's I, like I said, I started out with my mixes, and they're all just stories. I can tell you a story behind each of those mixes. Ooh, I want to hear stories. <laughs> that might be for another one. Okay. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Just just put out what you love. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's all very, like, I don't know if that's the best advice, but if you know that you want to do something and you have a vision, you will put that first and that is what I did I I don't want anything else in this life but to live a creative life Mm -hmm. as an artist that's what I want to do and I feel really lucky that I'm doing that and I would (laughs) I, I would rather have death than to not be able to do that honestly I I love being a creator and I don't want it to stop. I feel like I just started on my journey. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Damn, really? Yeah, my creative journey, yeah. It's for sure. I mean, the last, like, five years of my life have been... There's been so much, five or six years of my life going on. Like, I feel like my life has just barely started. I mean, it took a long time for me to feel stable emotionally like I do now. And it took a long time for me, and I still haven't healed, but dealing with my parents and, and their deaths, and I've had, you know, other close people to me pass away, and, and dealing with my anxiety, and dealing with other family issues, and not really having family around, all these different things, and, you know, I'm 27 years old now, and I feel like I kind of skipped a lot of that 21 to 25 sort of, like, you know, I had a lot of responsibilities that aren't normal for a 20-year-old to have, or you know, but I feel like I'm here and I'm present and I'm putting myself out there and it's just the beginning, you know? It really is. It really is only the beginning. Like, yeah. now that you mentioned that, I'm, like, reflecting onto, like, my own past and I feel like I graduated college in 2013. That was, like, what, five years ago? And then, like, that time frame up until like two, three years ago was kind of when I started to really find myself and Mm -hmm. like share my voice. So it's kind of like we go through these like different phases in our life. Totally. And we grow so quickly given our like circumstances and like whatever we go through that it's, it's really interesting to see that like obviously our paths are different. But for whatever reason, like, we're both here in the same room, you know? And, yeah. like, how our our paths have crossed. I don't even remember how we connected. Me neither. Little, yeah. But it's really cool that I get to call you a friend. And, like, we get to talk openly about these things. 
even like off the mic or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's beautiful. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I think we're pretty much close to wrapping up. But one of the last questions that I ask everybody is if you could have coffee with anybody or in your case tea <laughs> with anybody in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, God. Is, can it only be one person? Can I just pick two? Okay. You can pick two. Billie Holiday and Amy Winehouse. Wow. Those are great choices. Yeah. Those are really great Actually, choices. and my dad. Ooh. Yes. And my mom, too. She can come, too. <laughs> but Just have, like, a tea party? That'd be so Like, fun. musicians. Yeah. Billie Holiday and Amy Winehouse. Uh, I love Could you that. imagine that you? conversation? I, I don't even, I don't know. I, I I hope when I die, like, that I will just, like, end up in a seat, and then Billie Holiday and Amy Winehouse are like, right across. Like, we enough coffee. Yeah, or, or they're just sitting across from me, and they're just, like, shooting the shit, and just, like, talking shit. And That's just, like, like, like how I'm, like, I imagine, what's up? Like, the afterlife, right? Like, you're right? just, like, hey, everyone's chilling, hanging out, and, like, doing their thing. And that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be so, so cool. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I am so excited. If you guys want to keep in touch with Sasha, tell us where we can find you. You can find me <laughs> <laughs> at Sasha Marie, but the Marie, the A in Marie is a V. Oh, what, why? <laughs> because it, that Sasha Marie was taken on Instagram oh. with an A. I know, and I Ew. this girl has like 200 followers, and she's <laughs> private, and I messaged her like, hey, I'll pay you for your handle, but, you know, she never got back to me. Darn. So Instagram, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just take her, take the name. Um, and then... Yeah, people could tune into your mixes on SoundCloud, right? Yeah, and on SoundCloud, it's Sasha, Sasha Marie. There's yeah. no V in there. No V, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much, Sasha. Thank you. Again, be sure to follow her and her amazing endeavors. And we will talk to you next time. Adios. Yeah. <laughs>